ABC Listen. Hello, my friends. My name is Ruby, and you are listening to News Time. Howdy, Ruby. Hi. Hello. Today's web of stories starts with some spiders who are catching more than just flies. We'll hang loose and surf with the best at big swells and then travel to the other side of the solar system to hear about a very different kind of ocean. We'll learn about International Mother Language Day and then plod over to our... Wow of the week. You got it. What do you think? Should we start the countdown? I'm ready. Story number five. There are thousands of spider species around Australia, hiding in gardens and forests and bushland. Some spiders weave big, elaborate webs using sticky silk, often between the branches of trees. I know that some spider webs are stronger than steel. Flies and bugs get trapped on them and then spiders eat them. Spiders make them to catch food for themselves. Yep, and it turns out spider webs are useful for catching more than just bugs. Researchers at Curtin University in Western Australia took 49 spiders' webs from different environments and had a closer look at the silky strands. On these woven webs, they found DNA from 93 different animals. Wow! Every living thing has DNA. It can be found in your skin, in your hair, your nails, your spit, your whole body, really. It's a structure of the thing. Exactly. It seems like little particles of skin or spit or fur from the animals passing by have been caught in the wind and blown onto these spiders' webs. And it means scientists have been able to figure out exactly which animal's DNA is which. To see what kind of animals live in that area as well, because they don't have to spend as much time looking all over the forest or wherever. It's better for the environment. They won't scare the animals that they're trying to see. Researchers have been able to learn which animals have been around each spider's web, from native species of birds and mammals to invasive animals like red foxes and black rats. Scientists are pretty excited about this discovery. They say it could be a great way to understand which animals live in an area without having to spend too much time disturbing the residents. It'll also help them plan better ways to protect the native wildlife. Story number four. Pipeline is a surf break just off the north shore of the island Oahu in Hawaii. It's famous for how big the waves are, and surfers travel from all over to test their skills in the giant swell. It's fun, but it can also be dangerous. I think it looks cool, but I say scary. I would love to try, but I would also be terrified. A couple of weeks ago, a 21-year-old named Molly Picklam from New South Wales was surfing at the famous pipeline break competition. A giant wave rolled in, and Molly paddled hard to catch it. She caught the huge wave and made it look easy. She rode it like the pro she is. Whoa! For this superb wave, Molly scored 10 out of 10. That makes Molly the first ever woman to score a perfect 10 at Pipeline. I think it's amazing. 
The achievement is even more spectacular because just four years ago, women weren't even allowed to surf at the pipeline competition. Really? I know, right? It was men's only up until 2020. Molly did a great job and she can do what boys can do. After her massive score, Molly went on to the final against American surfer Katie Simmers. Katie ended up winning the competition, but she said she was really impressed with Molly's perfect 10 and labelled her the Pipe Master. Good job and keep it up. Monster effort, Molly. Story number three. The planet Saturn is famous for having rings around it, but those aren't the only things that can be found hanging around this gas giant. Saturn has 146 moons orbiting around it, non-stop. That's more than any other planet in our solar system. And scientists have just found something interesting lurking beneath the surface of one of these smaller moons called Mimas. It looks very bumpy and rocky. Mimas is tiny for a moon. It's smaller than the state of Victoria. It's covered in dents and marks and craters and made from rock and ice. Recently, astronomers discovered there's an ocean hidden beneath Mimas's battered, crusty surface. Cool. Scientists couldn't get to Mimas, but they figured out the water was there by looking at the way the moon moved. As it orbited around the planet Saturn, Mimas moved in a strange way that could only be explained by there being a secret ocean hidden from view. Wow! That means there can be life on that planet because they might find new animals living in the ocean. Exactly. Knowing that there's water flowing on Mimas has some people excited about the idea that maybe just maybe, one day humans might be able to live on another planet or on a moon far beyond our own. It could also be a sign that perhaps there's already alien life living on Mimas, swimming or floating around in its hidden ocean. Story number two. This week it was International Mother Language Day. Do you know what a mother language is? The language that your mum had? Mm, pretty much. Your mother language can be two different things. It's the first language you learn, sometimes called a mother tongue. It can also be the language that your ancestors spoke a long time ago, people like your great-great-great-grandparents. I'm learning how to speak Chinese to my parents. I can speak Vietnamese and English. I learned Vietnamese first. I can just speak English. I'm speaking English to you right now, but there are so many more languages spoken in Australia, including hundreds of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander languages. One out of every five Australians speaks a language other than English at home. And language is more than just a way of talking. Languages can teach us a lot about a people and place and culture. For example, in the country Iceland, there is a language planning department that comes up with new Icelandic words for things, rather than adopting the English words. So when something like a computer or the internet or cowboy boots is invented, a new word in Icelandic is created 
the Icelandic government does this to help keep their language strong. That's very smart. Even though there are thousands of different languages around the world, every two weeks a language disappears because it's not taught in schools or spoken by enough people. And that's what Mother Language Day is all about, making sure that all languages are looked after and to make sure we keep learning and speaking lots of them. To find out your culture, to celebrate the first language you knew. Too right. And now it's time for... Wow of the Week. This story made me go wow because I never knew giant tortoises lived in Madagascar. The Aldebra giant tortoise is the second largest species of land tortoise in the world. It is big. It looks fat. It looks heavy. It looks like it's old. They can live for about 100 years and they weigh about 350 kilograms. More than a motorbike. Aldebra tortoises are native to the island of Madagascar but they weren't seen there for about 600 years because the population was wiped out by hunters. Thankfully, the species survived on other islands nearby. A couple of years ago, conservationists took some of these trundling tortoises and reintroduced them to Madagascar to help the environment and the tortoises. I hope you like your new home. I think they'll make friends with the dancing lemurs. I think it's great for the turtles. Humans have burnt down a lot of the forests on Madagascar to make way for farms and crops and cattle. But conservationists are trying to help bring the forests back. And that's where this giant tortoise comes in. It does something called megafauna-dependent germination. Pooping. They eat plants and then they poop out the plant seed and then it grows. Hmm, I see you're familiar with megafauna-dependent germination. It is a fancy name for a simple process. The tortoise eats the fruit and the seeds, walks around, poops the seeds out somewhere else, and that helps trees grow in new areas. I think it's good for the plants. At first, just 12 giant tortoises were taken to the island. But now, after five years, they've already hatched 152 more baby tortoises. Scientists hope that in the years to come, there will be thousands of Aldebra tortoises ambling about the place, eating and walking and pooping, and that Madagascar will be a much healthier place for all the plants and animals and the people who live there. And here we are, my friends. We have ambled our way to the end of another countdown. Thank you, Ruby. Thank you. You're very welcome. And if you feel like a little challenge, remember you can test your knowledge on today's episode by doing the quiz in the show notes. I love quizzes. Bye, Ruby. Catch you later. See you later. Or, as they say in Icelandic, bless bless. Newstime is an ABC Kids Listen podcast. For other awesome podcasts to play, music to move to and stories and soundtracks for sleep, download the ABC Kids Listen app. It's free from your app store.